Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and the angels came and attended him. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Words from one of our worship songs. Praise the Father, praise the Son, praise the Spirit three in one, God of glory, majesty, praise forever to the King of kings. Amen. Now, I, before I begin, I have a health and safety announcement. Uh, in, in about 15, 20 minutes or so, um, we've booked the Holy Spirit to come. Uh, uh, so, um, if, if there's any mighty rushing winds or doves flying around, um, just take it in your stride. Uh, it's something that, you know, one comes to expect uh, and, uh, you know, it has the usual impact and everybody will be fine. Uh, you don't need to leave by any of the emergency exits. So, um, that's what happens in a confirmation uh, and that's what's going to happen uh, to these candidates here in the front row who are now slightly more nervous than when I started. Uh, uh, although, one of them was terribly enthusiastic uh, before we began, uh, uh, and that was Daniel, wasn't it? Daniel, you said to me, uh, could, I, could you have a photo with me afterwards, didn't you? Um, I just need to explain, I'm the bishop, I'm not a TV personality or anything <laughs> like that, okay? Uh, just a local lad, okay? Um, but, uh, as you wanted that, can you just come up here a minute, Daniel? <laughs> come up here, mate. Now, apparently, I've looked this up. This is called a selfie. <laughs> where, where, oh, wrong way round. Yeah, 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 right, thanks, mate, yeah. Right, now, see if, see if we can get all these people in as well, because they're just to prove that they're here. And I ought to smile, because I can't do two things at the same time. <laughs> Great, okay, yeah, get off, right. <laughs> now, 
Now, you've just heard in that gospel reading about Jesus being tempted, and we're right at the beginning of Lent. Ash Wednesday began Lent, so uh, I will expect uh, the list of all the things that you've given up uh, after the service before you leave. And one of the things that I get to do now, therefore, is interview the candidates to see what they've given up for Lent and to uh, then work out how well you've failed already. No, I'm not going to do that, don't worry. I can see their faces. Um, But, I mean, that's very deliberately the Gospel reading for the first Sunday in Lent because as we have begun and as we have tried, perhaps, to make more space for God which is what the giving up thing is all about. How have we done? How have we done just in those four or five days which has brought us to this point where we can begin again? Because that's what each Sunday and each time that we return to God in prayer is all about. Not that we are perfect, but that as we are tempted, and boy are we tempted, as we are tempted, we can begin again we can turn and begin again. Our middle son keeps Lent very seriously. He always gives up the same thing every year. Uh, and he's, he's already told me that he's steadfastly going to do that again this year. Sam gives up turkey for Lent <laughs> on the basis that we only ever gets it once a year anyway. He thinks that that's something he can be consistent with. Uh, and, and keep a holy Lent. So how have you been doing? How have you been making space for God in just these few days? How will you continue to do that in your daily lives, tempted as we are? It's a long journey to get us to Holy Week and Easter. So many temptations, so many ways in which to trip up. And someone said to me on Wednesday, on Ash Wednesday, what they were going to give up for Lent. And you expect that kind of conversation around alcohol and chocolate and so on. But she completely surprised me. And she said, I'm going to give up judgment for Lent. And I was quite taken aback by that. So I said, and are you going to take anything up? And she said, yes, curiosity. Give up judgment and take up curiosity. Because the biggest temptation for us all, and it's there in those temptations that we heard about in the Gospel reading, because that's what the devil was asking Jesus to do, was to judge. To judge the world, to judge you and me, and to then have the actions that follow from that judgmental position. That sense of all the people that we meet that might be different from ourselves, we automatically want to put them into a box. We automatically want to work them out. We automatically want to hear where they stand on things, and so we judge. And of course, the Christian teaching is that Jesus died for us so that he could love us more than judge us. And that's the purpose of what we're working towards with Good Friday and then Easter Day. That his arms were so wide, judged by you and me, placed there on the cross, his arms were so wide that they could embrace us all. And so Anna, who told me this, 
is giving up judgment for Lent. And she's taking up curiosity, taking up that extra time to listen to those who we meet, to listen to one another, to listen to those that we close our ears to, to listen to those that we don't like, to listen to those that have perhaps a different background to ourselves. That curiosity that in being confirmed, God is having for the ten of you. That curiosity that because you're saying yes to God in an adult way now, today, that curiosity that God is saying to you, I love you so much that I want to get to know you more and more and more. And in that knowing that you can get to know me more and more and more. This is a curiosity moment, not a judgment moment. Your faith being confirmed within you, not to stop there, but to be able to continue through the wilderness of this life and to then get to that point where God can meet you in person and not judge you, but love you. God is love, and those who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. Amen.